0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Spur Appetite. I'm Tristan. Hi, I'm Brittany. And yeah, so I guess it's official now. You're my co-star now of this podcast. Heck yeah. He- yeah, heck yeah is right. Alrighty. Um, not much to talk about, but uh, we'll get into it in a second. Today we're going to be talking about... A few things, well only two things really, Uh, Power Rangers and Wonder Woman. I know I didn't uh, talk about Wonder Woman on the podcast, I may have or may not have, I mean,
1: I don't know, I don't think
0: I have, no, No. and I don't think, uh, and we're also going to be talking about the new Power Rangers movie that came out like three months ago, Um, but before we get into that, how was your day? How are you doing right now?
1: Home, um,
0: well, funny you should ask, um my life has gone to shit <laughs> okay <laughs> that that was quick,
1: uh, yeah, that
0: was something to be saved for before we started uh recording. I liked how we didn't really say much. I just called you, <laughs> they're like, yep, we're gonna record today, and the first thing you say is, Life is shit,, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, alrighty, well, hopefully this podcast, this episode will, you know, brighten your day just a little bit, so, um, um, yeah, uh, I guess I would say life is kind of shit too, because, oh my god, um, I've been waiting to get, uh, days off of work, oh, it's just, it's crazy, I mean, I'm not gonna get into it, where I work at anyways, um, but it's just, it's, it's crazy at work, and I've been like longing for to get off, like have a day off or two. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean ugh. Um but uh yeah, so what did you do on your day off? <laughs>
1: um I went to hang out with some friends and oh. then I came home to play games with those same friends.
0: Oh. Okay. <laughs> so alright, don't go into details about how it turned. <laughs> Really bad. Wait, was
1: T- Today's not the reason why it, my life is shit.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, I was about to say. Oh, alrighty. Well, not my today. day... Yeah, I mean, my day was pretty interesting, I guess. I mean, I uh, I saw the, uh, the new Scarlett Johansson movie, Rough Night. And oh, then did you like it? I did. I, I actually had a pretty entertaining time with it. I mean, it's not like nothing like new and refreshing or whatever i mean it's just it's another crude comedy movie which is you know it's fine but yeah i mean i i was curious to see scarlett johansson in a comedy and it was great it was much better than baywatch i'll tell you that because with baywatch i didn't did You see li- Baywatch? i did see baywatch <laughs> and i mean that's why i'm bringing it up
1: oh, lord
0: did you see it?
1: No, but I want to.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. It might be for you, but for me, I didn't really... I barely laughed. I don't know uh-huh. if... I I don't know. I guess... I don't know. And this is, like, the first movie that I saw Dwayne The Rock Johnson in. Like, Wait, really? Yeah. Like, this is the first actual movie that I sat down and actually watched the whole thing with him in it.
1: Like, not Fast and the Furious?
0: No. I don't like Fast and Furious at all. I was never into it. Even, like, I knew someone uh, back in, uh, whenever I was in kindergarten, in first grade, I knew one guy that loved Fast and Furious, and... Yes, he should. I mean, I probably should, and I know it's not about the cars or whatever, it's about family (laughs) or whatever, but uh, I just, I don't know, don't really get that attachment from it, but I was kind of like devastated when Paul Walker died and I was like man Aww. I mean I may not like those movies but I mean you just look at that franchise and how much money it makes that must have hurt a lot for people I mean yeah it was just it was messed up and I was just like god I can't even imagine what the fans and his family's going through like this guy just gave entertainment to everyone and that was really his thing like everything else didn't get didn't make much money but with F- Fast and the Furious everyone knew him I mean that was just that was crazy but um but yeah I've never been into Fast and Furious and but I will say there is a I guess a car movie that's coming out <laughs> and uh oh it's uh coming out uh next week on Wednesday if I remember correctly and that's a uh, Baby Driver and like I said I'm not into cars um. but I want to see that. Yeah, I do too. And the only reason I'm seeing it is because it's Edgar Wright. I mean, for those who don't know, um, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, uh, The World's End, which is probably my favorite movie of his, because that was the first movie that I actually watched and then later went and saw Shaun of the Dead and all his other movies. Like, honestly, Edgar Wright is great. I love his movies so much. I mean, they're comedies, but they're not like the comedies you see nowadays with most studios making that crude humor or whatever. And it's just, I, I enjoy that. But yeah, Baywatch, I hardly laughed. And I think the only thing I liked about that movie was Joyne Johnson and Zac Efron, even though their jokes were just not right at all and that was the thing with it I mean I knew going in this was going to be like 21 Jump Street but and that's fine but you got to make me laugh at least and I barely laughed and yeah just not good right but with Rough Night I had a great time with it I mean I would definitely love to see Scarlett Johansson do more comedies after seeing this and yeah, I had a great time with it. I mean, would I recommend it seeing in the theater? I mean, you can if you want, but I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, it's still an entertaining uh, movie, and I, I just, I really enjoyed it. And honestly, I'm glad because I didn't want to, you know, because I don't know how many movies Scarlett Johansson is going to be in this year. But right. so far, I've known she's been in two this year with... um Ghost of the Shell and Rough Night, and Ghost in the Shell, I, uh, look, I saw the anime afterwards, and I, I understand that, you know, in their head, they couldn't really translate that anime into film, but it, I don't know, you could have had it right there, but the main problem I had with it was Scarlett Johansson, because, she in my eyes she is not a action star at all she works best as an action star when she's uh in a supporting lead like your avengers movies or your mcu movies basically she works better in that because you know when i see her when i saw her in ghost in the show it's like she's very much like black widow i mean they're two different characters but as she portrayed the the person uh the Oh God! What was it? The robot and uh, Ghost in the Shell. She was very stiff and very badass. And you know, every time she brought emotional, uh, an emotional performance, I didn't really buy it at all because it's the same as with her in uh, the MCU movies. But yeah, rough night. I after that, I really want to see her do more comedy. and I'm pretty sure this is the first comedy that I saw with her in it. Right. So yeah. So I saw a Rough Night and then afterwards I listened to the new Nickelback album. So and yeah, I I mean there were just some songs I liked and I don't know about you, but I've never understood the hate for Nickelback. But I mean I could totally understand why people would get so like say their love songs are shit. I mean, yeah. Most of them are, but there are some that are pretty good. But overall, it's whatever. Can't really blame them for what they right. hate or whatever. Anyways, let's get down to it. All right, so Brittany here recently saw Power Rangers, which was yeah. like... I mean, I, 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 mean, after we ended the last episode, I was like, you see Power Rangers by any chance? And of course, you didn't see it, and... Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what was it like days later, you're like, I just saw it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, and I don't think I did a review for Power Rangers on this podcast, but, um, Brittany, what did you think about it? I mean, I imagine, uh, you have a lot to say. Oh,
1: okay. First of all, you'd imagine wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I
1: don't know. Like, it definitely wasn't my childhood. Like I don't feel like it represented my childhood. That way.
0: you were never a Power Rangers fan. What? You never I guess wore what? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So, okay. So you love Power Rangers, obviously.
1: Um. Okay. Listen, I don't love Power Rangers, but let's just say every morning before school, I'd wake up and watch.
0: All right. So, right. Um, and which one was it? Was it uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? or
1: I don't know. I just know it was Power Rangers. And, like, <laughs> I'd go, I, I'd sing, go, go, Power Rangers. Okay, that's
0: the one I'm talking about. Um Yeah. Uh, so, it just didn't represent what you loved about the show, basically, is what you're saying? Yeah,
1: like, some things I'd, like, look at it, and I'm like, and then... um I don't know. It just it didn't feel right.
0: It didn't feel like Power Rangers in your eyes, basically.
1: Yeah, it just didn't feel right.
0: I mean, so what were you expecting from the movie? I mean, I don't know if you were looking forward to it from the beginning. They when they announced it,
1: like I was honestly expecting all the cheesiness. Like I was expecting like like blow up, like late, like jumps. You
0: know what I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, I was like
1: expecting all of that, even though
0: it was like one of those like, yeah movie
1: totally. I was still like expecting it, and I don't know why I was, but I-
0: right, I mean, for me, I mean, you go back and listen to the episodes of spoiler appetite. I mean, I've been in the beginning i was I was excited to hear that they're gonna do a power Rangers movie. I was just like, in this day and age, yeah. I mean, you got all the superhero crazy movies and whatnot, and why not have a Power Rangers movie? And I remember I was so excited, and granted, I didn't know the cast at all, and when the first trailer came out, it was very... It basically gives you that tone it's going for. Very, you know, very realistic in a way, and very dark-ish, I guess. Not really dark. I would say it's more realistic more than dark because there's not a lot of dark things going on in the movie um and I remember seeing that first trailer and I was like this is not what I was expecting for me like and I understood that they were going to go that way but I was like I I appreciate you guys going for the realistic take but it's like I was honestly expecting you know not the show or anything but I was expecting like a Marvel movie like I was expecting that and I didn't get that from the first trailer, and I was so like, I don't know if I'm looking forward to this now, and then you see, uh, Alpha, like, the pictures of Alpha, and I was like, this is, Alpha just did some meth or something, like, I just, I couldn't do it, and then I hear, uh, Bryan Cranston was cast as Zordon, which is funny because he was part of the show, when he was starting out, and he was playing Zordon, and I was like, I, I can't, it'd be really cool if they would actually do the giant floating head, but I don't see that they're going to do it. I imagine Zordon would be, like, in some sort of, like, bottle, and it's a hologram, and he's in it, and he's trying to, you know, teach the rangers and stuff, and, and I was very surprised when they actually went with a big head, <laughs> but in the wall, and I was like, okay, you guys are something else i'm glad you guys stuck with that because i mean that's just i mean i wouldn't have a problem if they changed it, but i was just like that's that's some shit that they're doing right there i mean that's great and right. seeing the suits for the first time i was like all right cool looks modern updated and very nice and uh then they re- released the second trail and i was like and it was more fun and upbeat, and I was like, okay, this is what I was looking for, and so I go in, and I saw this, I gotta imagine I saw this, I saw this opening day, actually, I went in, didn't know what to expect, I was hoping, you know, like I said, I was hoping for a fun, upbeat movie, like your Marvel movie, and, you know, I saw the movie, walked away, and I was very, surprised by it. I was so shocked because in the movie, spoilers obviously, in the movie, it's more about the characters than them than seeing them in the suits. And they get in the suits until so like the last like twenty minutes or so. And yeah. I that's what I really appreciated about this movie is that they they were going for more of like character development and I was like, I, I couldn't be more proud, and just excited that they actually went that way, because it could have been, like, worse, it could have gone downhill, and I was just, I was surprised, and they did do some little changes, and I I actually loved it, I mean, I'm very, I very much love Power Rangers, specifically the first uh, show, and it's all like recently a few years back i recently got into it and i just i love power rangers and tommy is my favorite ranger i mean i know everyone else is this like the other ones but tommy was always my favorite because they actually kept him around and and i actually binged the whole the original show and it's interesting how he went from a bad guy from green ranger to white ranger and then later on he's in uh power rangers zeo power rangers turbo and then later years down the road he came back for dino thunder i guess and it yeah. was just i mean you follow that actor jason david frank on instagram he he has nothing but love and he's still very active when it comes to power rangers and stuff and to the point where he actually came back for uh two videos on youtube uh superpower beatdown where he p- portrayed both uh he uh, got back in the white ranger suit and the green ranger suit and it was just it was great and i love the fact that they actually had a cameo it was uh tommy and kimberly in it and i was just like oh when that happened when they when it like when it showed them i just felt i nearly bursted in tears because i was like oh my god this is this is amazing i mean yeah i mean overall I enjoyed Power Rangers, and I would love to see a second one, but honestly, I don't see it happening. And yeah, they, they had a plan to make like seven other movies and with spin off movies. And it's like, see, that's what you don't do. You don't announce movies, and then when your movie tanks, just no. Like, I, I really think, because I think, if I remember correctly, Power Rangers overall, the box office made with Worldwide. I think it made 120 million back, and the budget was 100 million. And so, it's possible they can make a second one, but I don't know. I mean, they just got their money back, and you know, in order to greenlight a a sequel, for those who don't know, it's basically you have your budget, and you gotta you know double that. So if it's a hundred, this movie should have made at least 200 to get a guaranteed sequel, and since it didn't, fine, oh well, I mean, it's fine, I, I don't mind it, I mean, and even though they have, they had a post-credit scene in the movie, and I was, and I heard about it, I heard that there was a post-credit scene, and I said, it's either two things, it's either one, it's a, it's going to set up who the next villain is. Or it's going to be something that has to deal with Tommy Oliver. And sure enough, it was about Tommy Oliver. And I was like, man, if there's a sequel, I can't imagine who they're going to cast as Tommy. I mean... kind of
1: figured there'd be a sequel just because it's the Power Rangers.
0: I mean, yeah, but then again, if you look at it overall, I mean, that show basically defies what that show is and with the movie you know it's a different take and you just gotta you know market it to get everyone else in and so I think Power Rangers overall making its money back you know you need more people you you don't just need the fans you need other people and Power Rangers isn't as popular granted it has it's still going on with the new shows and whatnot but it's it's the movies, and it's like a totally different thing with the movies, and so I don't know. I would love to see a Power Rangers sequel, but if not, fine. I'm okay with that. I mean, I guess they'll try again some years down the road, and if that happens, great. I mean, I I really enjoyed Power Rangers. I did love the little changes that they did where it turns out Zordon was the original Red Ranger, and Rita was the Green Ranger. I thought that was nice, and they actually kind of introduced the uh, the Zeo Crystals, which they're crystals that help, you know, it basically connects to Power Rangers Zeo. I won't get into it, but it was nice. I love the little changes that they did, and it worked for me. But yeah, overall, Power Rangers, I was very surprised by it because I was not expecting more focused on character development than, you know, action going on with, you know, your typical action movies. Anyways, so yeah, that's my thoughts on Power Rangers. Any last thoughts on Power Rangers, Brittany? Not really. You said it all. Okay. <laughs> alrighty. <laughs> um, alrighty. Let's talk about the real subject of this episode, and that is Wonder Woman we were going to do it last week, but uh, we were kind of talking off the rails with Supernatural and all that fun business, but now this episode is more dedicated to Wonder Woman. All right, Brittany, you want me to take this away, or do you want to take it away?
1: Um, I can take it away.
0: All right, um, go for it.
1: So, Wonder Woman is... How did I describe it? I scri- I described it as something. Hang on. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wrote it on Facebook or somewhere?
1: Uh, no, I I thought about it. I described it as the movie that saved the TC. Um, Cinematic universe.
0: universe?
1: Yeah, just because Batman versus Superman sucked ass. Um, <laughs> and then Suicide Squad was okay, but it wasn't like... I mean, it's something that I'm going to watch over and over again, Suicide Squad because of the joker but it's not like i'm watching it because um like right uh killer croc or anybody like that right um i'm watching it specifically so i can the joker's quote right um so when i'm watching wonder woman i actually know everybody was saying good blah blah blah. i went in expecting the worst like i (laughs) I (laughs) did, and
0: yeah um, I, I totally understand because I remember when Batman versus Superman was coming out. I was on Twitter and there was a bunch of articles saying early reactions say Batman versus Superman is better than the Dark Knight, and I was like, "Um, yeah, no, that's a tall, God, no. yeah, that's a tall order." And I was just like, "There's, look, I don't n- nothing's gonna touch the Dark Knight when it comes to Batman because it's like, right, that's a tall order. I mean, the closest to the Dark Knight." that I would say in the comic book genre film, I would say what what beats it in my mind just by a tad is Logan. I mean, because, I mean, that's, that's basically because it's like, for one, we've seen Hugh Jack Mass's character for so long, and when you watch that knowing what happens in the previous X-Men, that deal with Wolverine, you totally get why he's just given up Not really wanting to be the hero and just wants to live his days with Charles and all that business. And yeah, Batman versus Superman out. When I read that comment, I was like, there's no way it's better than that. And sure enough, went in, saw it, I was right. And yeah, anyways, back to you, Brittany.
1: (laughs) Um, So I went into Wonder Woman and I was kind of i was just kind of ready to be disappointed
0: mm.
1: and then um it became like a whirlwind of emotions of crying and mm-hmm. it was just like sadness in the end and like it was it really shocked me that they ended it with sadness right like it shocked me to no end and i was like no why would you do that like i right. was just boohooing i was walking out of the theater like crying And uh, my dad was like, are you okay?
0: And I was like, no, I'm not okay. Right. Um, We will get into spoilers in a minute or two. And here's my opening thoughts on Wonder Woman. As I told Brittany a couple episodes back, it is basically like the modern-day version of the Christopher Reeve Superman the movie. And I read comments that 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 was their inspiration, and it totally shows in the movie i mean for me i you know i i mean like you said it saved the dc cinematic universe and i agree but the reason why i felt it works is because it has nothing to do with the future movies it basically tells her origin story why she basically left uh uh, man's world and s- stop basically fighting or whatever and I and granted creatively I would have done something totally different but I did theorize that one of the things would why she would stop uh, I did theorize it and I was basically I had like three and basically one of them was right and yeah Wonder Woman I I saw this movie twice and I first time watching it and mom if you're listening I'm sorry I just I couldn't wait I really couldn't wait so I I went in watching I went in like when I first heard about Wonder Woman coming and I was like like finally and I saw the first trailer and I was like this is gonna be something special I just I just know it and so, afterwards, I didn't watch any marketing, and I still haven't watched the uh, the, the trailers that they've released, because I was afraid that they were going to give way too much away like they did with Batman v Superman. And so, as I've said on this podcast, I've learned my lesson from Batman v Superman watching all their marketing stuff, and so I only watched the Comic-Con trailer, and that was pretty much it. And... I I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, I was like, I was thrilled, I was excited to see this, and so, go in, and first off, the fact that they had their own little logo, DC, that was great, I will say, it was funny as hell to see uh, Green Lantern be the first one to show up, and I was like, yeah, I'm still waiting where he's at, I mean, I, (laughs) I need Green Lantern to be in this, I just, I need to see him, like, I want a proper execution of him but anyways um damn okay so the movie opens with Themyscira and Mm -hmm. it's it was like my heart sank because I was so like emotional and Themyscira just looked amazing and i i try i mean i was i nearly broke down because i was like this looks so damn beautiful and the amazons and all of them and just oh my god everything about the opening was probably my favorite thing about the movie um but yeah i guess we'll now get into uh spoilers i mean okay so with spoilers being ahead or whatever um Tell me about your favorite things about the movie. Like, what scenes stand out to you the most?
1: Um, my favorite scenes um, are one, when she defies her mother. Um, I don't know why, but that was a good scene.
0: Despise um, her? or
1: Like, dis-
0: disobeyed, uh, basically. Yeah, that word. Right.
1: Um, and I thought that was cool just because, like, it takes a lot of courage to, um, talk up against your mom. Right. He is your mom. Yeah. Um, and so then, uh, uh, my other favorite scene, even though it was, like, the horrible bad scene.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, when she like explodes or whatever so she was like i can't hear you i can't hear you
0: oh that and,
1: um yeah and then and then it kind of like comes into clear afterwards and he was like i love you right i started bawling mm-hmm. so much i was like no <laughs> no and then <laughs> he like blew up like, yeah and she gets all crazy and i'm like
0: oh my god Ugh. i that part and that was the, one of the things i theorized was You know, there's going to be... There's three options why she leaves Man's World and ends up where... Ends up coming back in BVS. Because my three theories were basically... One, Steve Trevor's going to die. Right. Or, um, you know, she, you know, stops... Like, she just can't handle it anymore. Like, no matter what she does, she can't stop war. And that's why she leaves. And I guess that kind of is why she left that's is part of why she left because she knows deep down like with aries out of the way which again um i'll get into aries later um she can't stop the war even if you kill aries and you know steve trevor blowing up i was like wow i mean it's chris pine first of all and but i loved how they didn't show him exploding in the plane or whatever they just did it they just show the plane blowing up and so that makes me theorize that i feel like they could use that advantage by using the flash going back in time and saving steve trevor and but it would pose the question why didn't steve pop in wonder woman's life through this through the years or whatever or maybe it's uh yeah he pulls steve trevor from the uh this is World War One, so this would be 19, 1910s, and pulls them into twenty seventeen or whatever. And yeah, I feel like that they could use that advantage. But yeah, when she when she watched the plane blow up, I was like, and she just goes to town. I was like, oh my god, this this very much reminds me of. At first, it reminded me of the moment in kingdom come uh the comic where basically in the comic basically uh superman uh is fighting shazam and the government basically so there's this whole breakout between uh the old heroes and the new heroes and the government steps in and basically shoots a missile that can basically take out all the heroes and when it hits them no shazam basically grabs the missile and takes it up to the sky and Superman's trying to stop him or whatever and so ultimately Shazam paid the price along with others and all it is in the next panel as you see it's Superman by himself Uh, there's like smoke everywhere and you just see his red eyes basically glow up and he just screams and just goes like bolts out of the battle area and basically goes to, like, a bank and is literally trying to bring down the roof on top of people. And he doesn't succeed because he eventually the uh, there's a preacher in it. It's basically from this preacher's point of view. And he basically, the preacher basically calms Superman down, saying, it's not your fault. And, you know, there's other heroes. Some of the heroes did survive. And it's right. like, don't let this get to you, because in the comic, Superman basically leaves because there's new heroes and he feels he's not important and whatnot. And so I was very that was that that whole scene with Wonder Woman just kicking everyone's ass. And but then it but then I realized, no, this is definitely from Superman the movie where you know uh, Superman's doing all this stuff and he can't he couldn't save lois and in doing so he flies up and turns back time and whatnot so
1: oh yeah i remember that yeah
0: i I, it just hurt hit me when i was thinking about it and so i yeah wonder woman something else um so what else did you like about wonder woman what scenes stood out to you
1: um
0: or is that mainly it
1: Hang
0: on, I'm pretty sure I can come up. With- um, the uh, the battle, uh, the battle area where she steps on those ladders and, you know. Oh,
1: I like that. I like the um slow motion like um, oh. battle stuff
0: that they did. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. that I was mean, cool. That's great. I mean, for me, I'm not keen on slow motion when it comes to action, but I will say, while. Most of it didn't work for me because I just I couldn't stand the slow motion. Some of the some of it did, and you know, well, there's my one negative about this movie: too much slow motion. But some of it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, sorry, didn't mean to overtake. Not oh, Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> is that uh, what else? I mean, is that mainly it? So the slow motion, um, the part where Steve Trevor. Tells Diana, I love you. Oh, that was so cute. Yeah. I mean, I liked how they were a thing, but it wasn't like forced on you. Right. I like that that they were still they're still trying to do their own a mission, yet they you're they're totally in love with each other, but they don't show it as much and I love that. I love that so much and Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's basically it. So the slow motion, the uh, the "I love you" part, and what else was that? All
1: yeah, pretty much yeah.
0: Alrighty, um, for me, of course, my favorite moment was the mascara, just that whole opening. And I was kind of bummed when we left. I was like, "Ah, damn, I want to see more." Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what uh, I mean, just. There's a lot of great moments in it. I mean, I love the fish out of water story that they do- that they did with her. I thought it was appropriate because this is the first time she's coming to a man's world. And so good. And uh, everything about this movie was great. And I, I loved it so much. I just, right. it does give me hope for what's to come. I love that and I think that's why this movie worked so much is because Zack Snyder wasn't in control like in full control whereas he was with Batman v Superman and a part of Suicide Squad and yeah I just felt you know this is what it can look like it can still work in this universe as long as you don't have Stack Snyder on. And he was part of the story process. Which is great. I don't know how much. But awesome. But yeah it does. I am definitely looking forward to what's to come. Because for once I was like. Okay. I only have two issues with this movie. And I'll get to them in a second. But besides those two issues. Um, everything was just phenomenal. I just I couldn't be more excited to see what's to come especially with wonder woman and the fact that this is the first wonder woman live action cinema movie and it succeeded awesome just awesome um all right let's just get into some negatives about the movie um britney do you have a lot or uh-huh. you like me where i just had just two things and that was mainly it didn't really have any negatives oh wow okay so for me <laughs> <laughs> that's fine that's totally fine for me i only had two negatives uh one of them of course was you know the slow motion some of it worked but most of the time it really didn't work for me and the second thing i had a great with was aries now i'm not talking about the performance of aries i i i thought <laughs> the guy from harry potter or whatever was a great Ares, but I just would have loved to see more. Like, I get it. His presence is definitely there in the movie, but I just, I would have loved to see more of him. And I I also would have loved a better fight between her, him, and Wonder Woman. I just, I don't know. I was, I, I kind of, it would have been much cooler if they just did, you know, a traditional, you know, fighting or whatever, not like going through buildings and explosions in the background and whatnot. Would have been nice if it was just one-on-one. You know, he can still throw his swords at her or whatever. But, I just wanted to keep it on the ground. You don't need to go everywhere and I don't know. I just would have loved to see more Ares and the twist thing Uh, for, well, one, fuck you internet because <laughs> I, I knew who was going to be Ares, because I saw on my Tumblr, it's this guy as Ares, and I was like, oh, okay, and then, you know, I'm kind of just waiting on him to, like, pop out, and nothing, and I was like, oh, fuck, and she thinks, Wonder Woman thought it was Bailey, oh, who was it, the general guy, and she kills him, and I was like, oh, no, they're going to do this shit, and sure enough, it happens, and I was like, oh, I just, I mean, for those who didn't know, it must have been really shocking. But for me, I was just like, maybe it would have been better had I not known this, but I think I would have caught up on it uh, right. later, earlier in the movie, and I still would have hated it. Um, but yeah, I just, I needed more Aries. And, but I will say, I am happy that they put them in the suit, which was, I just, that that was the whole that was the thing i was looking for because when they started fighting and he's just throwing stuff at her and i'm just like come on put the suit on put the damn suit on i want to see it <laughs> and so he finally does it and i love that he just he forms metal just melted metal on him just like that and i was like oh that's that's pretty badass and i don't know i'm pretty sure it's mostly cgi and well I gotta imagine it's CGI I don't know I would have to watch that movie a third time just to see if it's like mostly CGI but it was pretty damn cool to see him in the suit and yeah I'm excited that Wonder Woman was so good I mean minus my two gripes with the movie and that's it like I could definitely watch this movie over and over again whereas with suicide squad i could watch again but Mm -hmm. with batman v superman it's just it's a whole lot of talking it's not interesting doesn't have enough action beats in it and of course i could watch man of steel i mean as far as like dc cu movies go where would you where would you uh rank wonder woman uh
1: it's definitely above batman and superman jesus (laughs) <laughs> um It's above Suicide Squad. I know that one.
0: So it's basically your number one?
1: Uh as of right now, yeah.
0: Okay, so it's so your list is basically Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, Suicide Squad, Batmovie Superman.
1: Oh, I forgot about Man of Steel.
0: Yeah, Man of Steel is definitely
1: Okay, so um Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. Oh, uh, Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. Because I didn't like Man of Steel either.
0: Wow. Um, I'm kind of yeah. So wait. So Man of Steel, Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman. All right, there's four. Okay, so for me, obviously, it's definitely Man of Steel is number one because I uh, that was something. That was really something. I mean, that was a time where I was finally getting into the comics, me actually wanting to read comics and whatnot, so Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, obviously, Suicide Squad, and Batman v Superman, like, I don't think Batman v Superman will ever be above something, it will just always be at the bottom for me, because I was just, I was so let down by that movie, I mean, I'm glad it exists, and I'm glad we got a nice Batman v Superman fight, but overall, I was just like, it too much I don't know it's just it's not what I really wanted but it's got some cool stuff in it but yeah I mean I don't know I just I yeah I mean for me Wonder I could see definitely Wonder Woman being the like how I look at uh, Man of Steel as very like this movie basically changed my life and not changed my life, but this movie made me want to be into comics more and more and just want to be a nerd. I could definitely see Wonder Woman being that movie for uh, women getting into comics and whatnot because of this movie. And I just think that's so amazing that this movie succeeded at doing that. Like, I could totally see it happening. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Wonder Woman, just great. May not be better than Man of Steel, but goddamn it, is it worth the watching? It's so much fun to watch. And the humor, oh my god, the humor in it. Just it works. That's how you do it, Suicide Squad. Uh <laughs> if you're gonna have comedy, don't make a joke like every scene that you're in. Just make it subtle. Make it like you know, like I compared it to the Marvel movies. Now I can compare it to Wonder Woman. Uh <laughs> Make it, like, so subtle. It doesn't need to be, like, in every scene or whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking forward to what's to come next. And from my understanding, from what I actually read, uh, Justice League is coming out in November. And Warner Brothers is apparently not going to set anything. Like, they're not going to put anything in motion right now. I mean, Aquaman is shooting right now. And it's going to be released and but it depends on Justice League where they're going to go next. I mean, <coughs> Aquaman will come out definitely because it's right. shooting. Uh, but they're really going to say they're going to really hold back on until they see what happens with Justice League. Because I remember when Suicide Squad was like a huge hit they announced a Harley Quinn movie Suicide Squad 2 which is fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Harley Quinn and... A dead shot movie. And I was like, oh no, not this shit. <laughs> I was just, I was so goddamn angry. I was just like, I just, maybe it'll be for the best. I mean, I get it. You know, everyone loved Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad, and it's Will Smith. You got to give him a movie. Um, right. And then Suicide Squad 2 makes sense, of course. And then they later changed Harley Quinn movie into a Gotham City Sirens movie. Which then I was like, oh my god! And then you get Batgirl and Nightwing and all these movies, and I'm just like, oh no! I just no, just stop! I I just I wasn't thrilled that they were announcing these movies. It's, it's like, okay, stick with what you supposedly uh, put out there, which is a line of the solo characters that. Are, we'll be in the Justice League, except Green Lantern and Shazam, and, you know, do those movies, and then you can do your Harley Quinn movie, or your Deadshot movie, and your Nightwing movie, I mean, just, I, I just, I just, I'm just so overwhelmed by this, it's like, I mean, I'm happy to see those characters, but it's like, you gotta, you gotta earn that first, I mean, you know, the Batman movie needs to come out, and I don't know what's happening with that last thing i heard last thing that was announced is that uh the guy that did uh war for the planet of the apes and dawn of the planet of the apes is directing it which i haven't seen those movies i'm not going to because it's it's just monkeys ruling the world and i don't really care not that bad i mean they're intelligent and all but i don't i don't really care about those movies and so but the fact that they get high praise and they're looked at as like the greatest, you know, Planet of the Apes movies. The they're fact actually that that really guy, good. Yeah, I bet. But I'm not, still not going to see it. Um, <laughs> but the fact that they they got that guy to do the Batman is great. Although I, I'm still kind of like, I kind of don't care, but I kind of do care that you know Ben Affleck is not doing is not directing the Batman. that kind of bums me out because, I mean, his movies, his direction, his uh, directing movies are really wonderful. And, but, you know, but yeah, the Batman needs to come out. (coughs) And when that movie comes out, that's where you can introduce your Nightwing or your Batgirl. You know what? You can do both. They can just be there for a quick few scenes. They don't need to be supporting characters because I just wanted to be just about Batman. I and mean, then they just do it like they do in the comics or in the animated movies. Uh, like, um, uh, what is it called? Under the Red Hood. I mean, Night Weekend was in it for just a couple of minutes and then, you know, he was gone. Just have it something like that and then you can spin them off into movies. Because right now, it's just like, it's so weird not seeing uh, them, it would be so weird not seeing them in the Batman movie, I mean, just, just doesn't make any sense, and, yeah, I just, just do that, and then spin them off, because it's just weird not seeing f- Batman, and Batgirl, and Nightwing just interacting with each other, just, it's so weird, but yeah, anyways, Wonder Woman, um, <laughs> I, I can't wait to see what she does in Justice League, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much the show. I mean, that's all we yeah. really got right now. I mean...
1: Not a lot of nerd stuff came out.
0: Yeah, sadly. I mean, I, I... Okay, well, I guess I will talk about a little bit of the comics that I actually read. Um... Supergirl... And this is all basically DC Comics, DC uh, Rebirth. Uh, Superman was great. I I can't even get into it because it's so crazy and it would take me a while to explain what's going on. But the gist of it is... So, New 52 happened because of Flashpoint Paradox. So, Rebirth comes along. Rebirth comes along. And speculation is, you know, why the world is basically changing is because of dr manhattan but anyways uh, superman rebirth so it turns out and i was very fucking confused as well when i started reading it i was so lost and then i looked up a youtube video and thank you to god i don't even know the uh, youtube channel that helped me um so basically it is uh, new 52 uh, superman dies like is permanently dead And then, but uh, pre-New 52, Superman is there to replace him, because apparently pre-New 52, along with all the other characters, were trapped inside some sort of place, and he managed to break out, and he's been hanging out in the New 52 world, and he hasn't really done anything, he was just watching the new Superman and the new Justice League, not his justice league or whatever members and whatnot and he was basically hanging out uh in smallville on a ranch with his with lois and his son and so when new 52 superman dies he comes back and takes that responsibility and in the first issues it's very it's very heartbreaking because he's just there at uh superman's uh grave just waiting for him to come back and uh it's lana lane that uh, sees him, and at first, she's like, oh my god, you're back, and Superman's like, I'm not your Superman, and she's like, well, what are you doing here, and I'm like, and he goes, um, I'm just waiting for him to come back, and she's like, he's, he's gone, though, and Superman basically tells her, I, I once died, and I came back, and so, basically, he takes over as the new Superman, and, in Justice League, uh, he's, he's not, like, in the meetings with the Justice League or whatever, but he just, he does show up and helps out a lot, and still hasn't earned that trust from Batman, obviously, but he later does, and whatnot, and so, yeah, it's, uh, basically what's going on with the Justice League Rebirth and Superman Rebirth, and then I read Wonder Woman Rebirth, I just, she she's not sure where the mascara is, and she knows something is very wrong, something's changed, and she can't really figure it out, and whatnot, and it's just, it's pretty crazy, and then I read, a uh, Aquaman Rebirth, which in the beginning, I was kind of like, okay, they're going for that whole, he's so divided between, you know, the Atlantean part of him, and the, the dry land part of him and it's just he's just trying to earn he he wants to build that bridge for atlantis and the world but he he's he's struggling and black manta so aquaman basically hosts this party to you know get to know the atlanteans and whatnot and black manta basically fucks it all up because his thing is you know Um, Aquaman, when he was younger, killed Black Manta's dad. And so Black Manta has been on like a revenge type thing. And it basically ends with Aquaman basically telling him, you kill me, you have nothing left. You have nothing, you have no strive, you have no motivation to go on. And so Black Manta gives up and it was weird, but it made sense. And that was great. And I hope to see something like that in the movie. So, so later on, Aquaman, uh, apparently Atlantis attacked a U.S submarine, which he knows he didn't. So that happens, and he's trying to clean it all up, but the government is like, you betrayed us. you want us to you want us to trust you, but we just can't. And so, you know, Aquaman basically surrenders himself and Mira is not happy about it. And so okay. apparently the government, uh, finds Atlantis like the good Atlantis that work for that are there for to serve uh, Arthur and uh, the government finds them and they're like haha proof and whatnot So um is like okay I can't do this and so she basically because Mera's thing is basically like she she is supporting Aquaman even though deep down she's like they they'll never trust you. But she won't say anything, she's just holding it back. And so finally she breaks Aquaman out. And it's Aquaman and Mera going up against the army. And so the general is basically, alright, time to bring the big guns. Next thing you know, Aquaman is like telling Mera to stop. And Mera's like, why? They will never, you know, they'll never stop us and blah blah blah. And and Aquaman's just like, Mera, stop. And Mara turns around and there's and in front of Aquaman is Superman. And oh my god, it was such great dialogue. And the gist of it is that, you know, Aquaman is telling Superman, you know, I I'm trying to fix this. And Aqu- and Superman's like, I you need to stop. Like, this is getting way too out of hand. And Aquaman's like, Are you so you came here because they called you? He's like, No, I came by choice. And so Superman was like, let me help you. And Aquaman's just like, no, I'm not going to, no, I just have to do this by my own. I have to do this and show them who's uh king, like what their king can do to help this. And so they break out. And at the same time, Aquaman is telling him, you know, he's been the laughingstock, the one that everyone gets made fun of because, you know, he talks to fish even though he doesn't really talk to fish because fish has small brains he just guides them and it was just it was great and i remember reading this and i'm just like aquaman at it again taking on either one of his justice league members or the whole justice league because and new 52 just uh new new 52 aquaman uh which is probably the best aquaman stories i've read where uh he, he's literally taken on the whole Justice League and just smacks him down like it was nothing. And yeah, so it was pretty nice. And at the end of the fight between Aquaman and Superman, you know, Aquaman's uh, army basically shows up. And Superman's like, yeah, so you want to make peace or whatever? And he's like, and Superman goes, you know, why aren't they firing? And Arthur says because they're just waiting for their king to say attack and so Aquaman tells Superman so are you gonna let me go and Superman's like fix it or else and that's where it ended off and yeah that that was great so I am definitely definitely gonna be reading more of it I can't wait to start reading the rest of the uh the comics that I have and you know, my volume comics that I collect. And I recently heard um, The Dark Knight, The Master Race finished up, which last I left off on it was... So, do you know anything about The Dark Knight series, uh, Brittany? In the comics, I mean? Brittany? No, I don't. No. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I'm here, sorry. I was okay. far away from my mic.
0: Okay, so... um you heard of the Dark Knight Returns?
1: Um, you talking about the movie?
0: Uh the um the, the animated movie. No. Okay, so The Dark Knight Returns is basically the premise of what what would it look like if Bruce Wayne was much older? And The Dark Knight Returns is like one of my favorite comics. And so they've done this is now the third uh in the trilogy now the second book was just it had its moments but overall i just it's just not the greatest thing to read but the master race i felt was great because you know different writers even though frank miller's still on it but last i left off where was um uh batman gets put into the lazarus pit and so Bruce comes out younger than ever, and so I just, I think when I first read it, I thought that was cool, but now I'm like, I, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this, because so far I was loving it, and overall, if I think this is shit, I, I still think The Dark Knight Returns is just a standalone move, uh, standalone comic, the other two sequels don't matter, So, yeah. I mean, so far I'm enjoying the Dark Knight, the Master Race. I just need to catch up and maybe... Hopefully I like the end results of those comics and I still need to catch up on Justice League and the Power Rangers because I I love that crossover. I'm loving the crossover so much. (sighs) So, that's all the comic book uh, talk I can do. Uh, Brittany, what about you? Have you read any comics or
1: i'm i'm this comic that i bought like a week ago is staring me in the face
0: oh you're reading it right now as we talk
1: no i'm uh, it's it's been closed and it's been staring at me because i haven't started
0: it it has eyes yep oh my Alrighty. righty so i <laughs> guess <laughs> i guess uh that's this episode i mean wow um Next week's show is going to be something. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully there will be news and whatnot. Um, But yeah, that's that's Spoiler Appetite for this week. I'm Tristan. I'm Brittany. And you've just been spoiled.